All right, welcome back, everybody. This is our uh, draft talk episode uh, of the 390 podcast. Um, the draft has been comp- completed, and we've got the uh, the champs back to uh, um, break it down. I'm uh, I'm Patrick. Uh, joining me is uh, Mike and Gertie. How are you, gentlemen? Doing good. Thanks, Pat. The draft is a lot of fun. Here we are about to start week, well, we started week one, but we got Sunday tomorrow. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really glad 11 of us joined for the draft and made it a really good experience and uh, really pumped for some Sunday football. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fantastic uh, part of the year. The season has just begun. Hopes and dreams are still alive, uh, and some of those will be crushed Uh in 24 hours, which is very, very exciting. Uh, we also have a, a special guest today. Uh, guest, who are you? I am Suds, hashtag three championships bitches. Um, I screwed that line up. I was actually intending to say four championships bitches, but, you know, it's a good start. Happy to be here. <laughs> a longtime listener, first time attendee. Uh, so, yeah, it's a pleasure and a privilege. Uh, great to have you here, Suds. Uh, I, we really appreciate your perspective, which is also a championship perspective of 390. Indeed, uh, as your ha- your hashtag is uh, um, one that has evolved over the last few years, but uh, it's one that we hear often in the 390 chat. Yeah, it's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's more than Andre. Um, <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Apparently, attending a draft is too, but we'll get into that later. Oh yeah, I, that is that is actually a very interesting topic because being not present for it, Gertie and I had no idea what was going on. But I'm very excited to hear what exactly was happening. Um, but I think today we're gonna um, we're just gonna do some draft analysis. We're gonna break it down. We're gonna see who's. Uh, Who's got that lead step on the rest of the league? Who nailed that draft going into week one? And uh, who, who do we think's coming at, poise themselves quite, quite nicely for a, uh, a deep playoff run? Um, yeah, so Mike, where do, you think, where, where do you think we should go next? So I, I'd love to talk about, well, let's just look at the first round. See, like, no big shocks there. I don't think uh, 1 to 12, that was pretty much on par with what we thought. Uh, first, well, I think one general surprise I noticed in the draft was quarterbacks didn't go on as much of a run as they did in previous years, um, which sparked me to take Patrick Mahomes at two, and Andre also took him at two this year. Um, so I guess just commenting on that, like, I think quarterbacks hung around a little bit more, no? Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I, I was very surprised. Two quarterbacks in the first round, I think probably we've been minimum four every other year. Mm-hmm. It's like people are learning from the champs and realizing you don't have to draft a quarterback in the first round to win the league. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a very good point, champ. <laughs> thank you, thank you, champ. Uh, yeah, two quarterbacks in that in that first round. I think I think it does also speak to the just the the quality of talent 
in the first round as well. Like I feel legitimately there is probably about 14 first rounders in the draft this year. I would yeah. agree. And and I, don't... I, I would also say I'm actually grateful that Andre chose Mahomes because I really did not want to take him at two. So leaving the first with Barkley, I was very happy. Right. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, Pat. No, there was only um, there's only twelve first rounders. We're only twelve people in the league. I didn't want correct. to say it, but that is the correct math. Yeah. Just wanted to Yeah, yeah that's a, that, that's a good point. The listeners uh, got Mike, confused uh, pretty easily. For those of you wondering, Mike can count, and he did so correctly with that <laughs> analysis of the first round. That's why we pay him the big bucks. Yeah. That's why our Patreon, uh, which is flourishing at the moment. Like the big oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking a How Swiss. Subscribers? I don't even I can't count that high sets. So I just can, I went to twelve there and that was <laughs> sort of maxed out. Well twelve would be the most Patreon subscribers in history anyway. Oh, by far. I heard my Mike far. actually bought our intern Jimmy Rolexes because the Patreon just kept feeding money. <laughs> Jimmy is fucking rolling in it right now. <laughs> Um, actually, in the in the first round, I would like to just highlight something from Thursday's game. Um, does Clyde Edwards-Hilaire look like a top five pick? Oh, easily. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially and, in that offense. Yeah, and and for Nolan Nolan to grab him at ten is like that may be the pick of the round if we can if I can nominate one. But I think yeah. Nolan getting getting a top five pick at a pick ten, that's that's a good step forward for him for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, and it's it's good news too because every time we analyze and analyze after week one, just one game, we're always right about the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we, well, that's why we're champs, Pat. That's why we're champs. <laughs> true, 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 true. Like Sammy Watkins um, last year was definitely one of the biggest fantasy players. He didn't just break out in year one and then die. Oh my gosh. Uh, Don't even get me started on Sammy Watkins. Michael has Sammy Watkins on his team. And as we were watching the game on Thursday night, my brother, sorry. Um, uh, Mike just kept looking over at me and he's like, huh? Sammy's looking good, eh? And I was just like, y you know the frustration I had with him last season. I could not move him for a bag of bricks um, after his three-touchdown performance in game one. And then he just doesn't... I, I don't want to get into it. We I could spend the next 60 minutes on it. Sammy Watkins, you're a piece of shit, and you'll never be on my team again. Well, I'm glad you don't want to get into it because, spoiler alert, other people will be analyzing some team, <laughs> and they might have some Sammy Watkins content that they want to get right. into. So thanks for canceling yourself there, buddy. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. Just call me Harvey. Um, <laughs> well, one question I, I do have is how does everyone feel about Derrick Henry being the fourth running back off the board? Mediocre. No, it's, I, it's I, tough because like it's it's he, he's good at playoff time, so mm -hmm. that's nice. But you got to make it there, and it's uh, yeah i don't know it's it's tough i i don't hate it I, I don't think it's a bad pick but it could it is riskier than some of the other options that were there i um i think derrick henry's on on a on a streak right now and it, it it's whether that cliff is coming 
but he's over the last like one and a half seasons, he's just been like a different running back than what, what we mm-hmm. saw when he first came in. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely mm-hmm. deserved of a first rounder. Um, I just think, yeah, maybe a little too early for my blood, but uh, I, I, I mean, he's, he's a stud running back. And it's difficult to argue with the production he's had over the last little bit. Well, and and most of the most Titans. Sorry, Gertie. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, fun fact about the Titans, their uh, first-round rookie offensive tackle just got arrested, so he's uh, in doubt to play. So. I heard that, yeah. He's yes. going to be running behind a bag of bricks. Yeah, so he was he was. That you can't trade for Sammy Watkins. Be... Sorry? <laughs> I said he'll be running behind a bag of bricks that can't, you can't trade for Sammy Watkins. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so this guy I just, I just read a, a few minutes ago that he was on the COVID list at the beginning of camp. Uh, he was fined for like a, a trespassing thing at a party. Then he was on the COVID list again, and now he's got a DUI. Like I don't, I don't, I haven't left the house as many times as he's gotten in trouble. <laughs> so true, America. So America. true. Speaking of the COVID I list, think... Andre's running backs. My God. I mean, I whoa. Segway. <laughs> What are we looking for? Looking at for Andre's uh, running backs. Andre's running backs. You ready to be intimidated? <laughs> Ronald Jones the second. Ooh. Rojo. Philip Lindsay. I mean, Andre maintains Philip Lindsay is going to be the guy in Denver. So, good luck with that. I mean, makes sense why they signed Melvin Gordon then. Yeah, exactly. Um, Latavius Murray. You know, he's definitely the star in New Orleans, so that's great. And then Tony Pollard, who's also the star in Dallas. So, I mean, he's pretty well set up, I'd say, um, with the stable of running backs. DeAndre Swift could be a lottery ticket, maybe. Maybe. Well, the thing I like about Andre is he did diversify. He didn't just choose players who had COVID. He also chose players who are suspended. So he he really makes sure that he (laughs) runs the gamut. (laughs) What a portfolio. All angles covered. All angles covered. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Leave it. Leave it to Andre though to th- to just like look at a fantasy draft and just think about it differently than the rest of the players. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. He definitely. He definitely is like just when, a unique mind when it comes to fantasy. When you say think about it, unlike others, you mean like by not attending it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's definitely what I'm pointing at. Uh, yeah. He. Can we let's maybe just do it right now? Why did Andre not attend the draft? Mike, you want to take this one? <laughs> Sorry, I was sipping on my coffee. Um, yeah, I'm not. T- I'm not touching this. <laughs> I I don't have the uh, the sources, so I can't release anything to, too too firm. Uh, but Andre was sure. just sitting sitting in his car. Let's let's call well, it that. It was a, uh, uh, my sources say upper body injury. Upper body, yes. yeah. Her body. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I, so I, I have heard. I have heard similar rumors that it is an upper body injury. Um, yeah. You can't point to a specific region of the body, but um, one would say that I think going into this draft, he felt very intimidated, and so by choosing to let the computer pick for him, he now has uh, plausible deniability that if he sucks, he has an excuse as to why. So maybe that was part of it. So, so okay, let, let me get this straight. If the draft was a football game, 
and Andre was a player, he would have been questionable going into the draft? Oh, Ooh. doubtful, at the least. Doubtful. Doubtful yeah. at the least? What is going on with that man? <laughs> it, it's it's interesting because yeah, he was definitely he was definitely on the sidelines, as we said many times. He was he was within sixty feet of us. <laughs> Guys, do you want what? should we just give him a call? Bring him on the show, see if he wants to tell us why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right. Wait a sec here. Um, I, we'll Is this continue the analysis of of his draft? I I actually disagree with Gertie. I think it's actually it takes a lot of courage to rebuild in a redraft league. Hello. Um, Wait, this won't Andre? work. <laughs> I just you're on you're online with us. We're recording the podcast. We had a question, but we realized this won't work. Well, Why don't this... you speak first, Mike? This is a great idea, guys. Um, <laughs> why the question is posed, out? Andre, why you didn't attend the draft, and we said we would let you answer to any devices you wanted to, to the league. I was there for the draft. I just missed the first six rounds. Quality I got in and uh, continued having the best draft that was had. And... Uh, there you have it. You guys get that? Yeah, absolutely not. But that no, was so I think just the viewers like are really going to appreciate that. You know, it's pretty on brand though for Andre to say that he's going to attend something and then not show up. So I like that answer actually. Any any follow ups <laughs> to that? No, we, yeah, we definitely heard all of that, uh, and we think it's fantastic. Yeah, all upper right. body injury, no. like we said. Literally. Yeah, upper body injury. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, that's all we have for you then, Andre. No one has any follow-up questions, so thank you for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know what happened. Um, oh, that was great. Crazy. Yeah. I, I, have, I have almost more questions now after <laughs> the last five minutes. No I idea. Just, I just, I just got to sidetrack us for a second. I want the listeners to know that it's it's... 11 in the morning. We're not drunk, we promise. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I've been drinking since 8, just in time to prep for this. Um, just, to, just to get this thing moving, though, we, do, we, we did have uh, an analysis of each division. Um, mm -hmm. Each one of your hosts today will be uh, performing that. So I would say we could probably just jump right into that and, uh, and get moving with because we've got a lot to say, obviously, about the different players and, and owners and stuff like that. So we've each been given a, di a division. Um, we've analyzed each team from that division. Some of us have records. Some of us don't. Um, but I think all of us would be prepared to say who would come out and win that division. Correct? Absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, some of us with records definitely would be able to say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who wants to take this one on first? Um, I think we should throw it up to our guest. Uh, so I get to decide who goes first? <laughs> That's what you're saying, right? Or go first, you know, dealer's all right. choice. All right, all right, I'll go first. Um, I'll, I'll set the format for you guys to have to follow without having prepared at all. Perfect. Um, so my, my division is, um, let's just get some elevator music while Grandpa gets the technology working here. Um, so my division, I don't even know what my division... <laughs> Did you just not tell us my you were going to be the model of being division, prepared? My division name is Suds. Um, so that's really fun. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't know that until just this moment. So I was ESPN breaking news, everybody. Uh, here we go. So uh, in my division, I'll go in order the way they're listed here. Um, and I'll do the um, the record um, at the end of all the analysis. So we start with Michael Hallwell, Flacaroni and Cheese. Uh, good name. Uh, still still elite. Um, so that's a good start for sure. Um, so then, yeah, so uh, we start with, um, well, I guess we should just continue with the Sammy Watkins since everybody's just on tenterhooks to hear what I have to say after Hallwell <laughs> went on about it. But I just wanted to say that, you know, to draft Sammy Watkins and then not play him in week one is might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're as, a piece as, of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for, uh, from Hallwell's rant earlier, I mean, everybody in the world knows you play Sammy Watkins in week one, and then he's your bench guy, or, you you know, you try and trade him for half a bag of bricks. Um, and, uh, like, my, I have a 14-month-old nephew, and he told me his first words were Sammy Watkins should play week one. And so this is just bullshit that he put him on the bench, got a touchdown. So we don't have games in the Super Bowl. Um, so you're not going to get another touchdown out of him. So I don't really know what the point of that was. Maybe it's an intimidation thing, but that's a negative. Um, but then I, I will say, I actually like this team. And I was when I got given this division and I checked it out, I was very disappointed because I'm a negative person and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to yell at people and hate things. But I actually like this division. Um, I think they did not a bad job with the draft. Um, one consistent thing, uh, so we'll start with Mike's team. Uh, wide receivers, we've got Amari Cooper, excuse me, DK Metcalf and Jarvis Landry. Um, but then Julian Edelman on the bench, um, Christian Kirk uh, and Sammy Watkins, but that's useless from now on out anyway. So Curtis Samuel. So it's it's depth. There's not a not big, big studs, a little middling, I would say. Um but, uh, and then we talked about Derrick Henry as well. So thanks again, guys, for uh, spoiling all of my analysis. Um, and then Kenyon Drake as well at running back. Uh, so that could, those guys could have some high upside for sure. A little bit of risk, but high upside for sure. And then the r- middling wide receivers is really saved by Travis Kelsey. Because you have to draft, mm-hmm. when you draft those like Gronk or Kelsey or Jimmy Graham guys early on, it makes your team look a little weaker until you get to that and realize, you know, those guys are... Uh, you know, wide receiver twos basically, or, or even better sometimes. Um, so that really helps it. Um, so yeah, I do, I do like this team. Um, but there is some high upside of wide receiver, and then the defense, Baltimore. I'm not going to analyze defense on every team, but I just want to say that um, going for a homer pick. I know Mike's a, a Baltimore Ravens fan. Going for a homer pick at defense is something I did as a New York Jets fan for several years um, because it was the only fantasy viable. Uh, thing I could draft from the New York Jets, um, and I can say with 100% certainty that it does not work, Michael. It just does not work. It is very <laughs> and I will look forward to you dropping them by week six. Uh, so anyway, uh, well, that's that's them. So um, I'll say the records at the end, but I do, I do like his team, generally like his team. Um, so next we have uh, Jay, which is Mike Kant, another solid name. Solid, oh solid yeah, I love name, that name. We discussed in the chat. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I, I should let you guys come in. Do you do you have any uh, disagreements with my analysis so far? I'm actually think... grateful that uh, Sammy Watkins was on the bench because I'm playing him in week one. So mm. uh, that bold pick, uh, I cannot say thank you more for that. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I will brief, I, when I come to your team. I will be briefly discussing your matchup. Yes. Oh, thank God. Uh, that's, that's what I need. <laughs> um, and I, I will also. 
just point out that Travis Kelsey getting a bullshit late touchdown is not what I needed either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's my expert analysis on uh, the division that I will ultimately win. Spoiler alert. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next we have Mike Hant again. Uh, great name, Jay. Um, so the big thing with this um, is the big negative I find with his team. Again, I like it. It's it's not bad. Um, the big negative is his bench. Uh, it's it's a soft bench. Um, Nikhil Harry uh, here out of camp uh, is bad at catching and bad at route running, but can do everything else. So, um, yeah, but I mean, it's the Patriots. So, um, and so, yeah. And then uh, again, middling wide receivers, I guess that's what happens when you have middle rounds in a draft. But anyway, um, Aaron Jones, we expect a bit of regression, but you know, he had a million touchdowns. So half a million is, is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. And then the big, the big strength is his quarterbacks, uh, Lamar Jackson, um, we're hoping he can do what he did last year. Um, and then Garter Minshew, you, you know, if he puts up zero points in a game, he's going to make sure the team you're playing against also puts up like negative two points in a game. So, um, that's, that's solid. Uh, so yeah, another, another good team again, though, just if, if he runs into injury troubles or when we get to bye weeks, I think, um, we could, he could have a bit of some tough decisions to make in some low scoring weeks, uh, because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, um, I'm going to move on to Gertie Saquon Knees. Again, great name. Really crushing at this division. Starts at the division name and then just filters down to the team names. <laughs> um, so the the one uh, the one negative thing I, I would just say is I, I'm a little soft on Miles Sanders this year. I, I find him unpredictable, but it's not even really a negative because you've got Saquon and he really just balances that out really well um uh so uh shock here i find your wide receivers a little middling um i don't know if i've said middling as many times no. in my entire life as i no. have in the last two minutes um, i don't think i've heard it as many times since my life <laughs> I have in the last two minutes <laughs> uh, but i do like your team uh, i think i think the bench is is okay there's there's a little bit of upside there um when we were drafting, I know I said about 7,000 times that I found Cam Akers slow watching him in college, and Mike was always kind enough to make the point that he actually did really well at the Combine, so I don't know whether you want to trust his actual stats or my analysis of watching him a couple times a couple years ago, but um, we'll see how that plays out. Um, yeah, and then good good wide receivers. You know, We're all excited to see what Tom Brady's going to do this year in that offense. Quarterbacks is what I meant to say. Um and uh, so this this Tom Brady pick could be huge, even though the guy is 100 years old. Um, and then Deshaun Watson, even in a 20-point game, still puts up 21 fan points. Um, so, you know, you've you, you got a good guy with that. I like, I like these quarterbacks a lot. Um, the other negative I just wanted to mention, and that's where I'm going to bring up your matchup, is um, that you have Tom Brady uh, playing against the New Orleans defense. And I'm real. That's going to be the matchup of the year. I'm really excited to see how that's going to go this week, because um, one of them will do well probably. And so I'm excited about that. Um, so then, anyway, just to finalize this, I'm I have again. I really like this division. I think you guys gave me the premier division to analyze, other than the one I'm in, um, obviously. And so I've got in third place. I have Jay going seven and six, um, and then uh, I have actually Gertie. And Michael Hallwell both going nine and four, um, hmm. but I gave Michael Hallwell the edge only because I think he's going to win this week, and I apologize for that, Gertie. 
I mean, you can go fuck yourself, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's solid analysis. I mean, I'm not going to go with my uh, my draft recap, which we all know is always accurate and never wrong. That says I'm going to go <laughs> uh, second in the league at a 10-3. and three. But hey, I mean, don't listen to automation, right? Um, <laughs> but no, I appreciate that analysis, and thank you for saying that I have such a good team. It means a lot coming from uh, three championship bitches. Oh, no problem, champ. Thanks, champ. <laughs> We're fine. All right. Is there any, any other thoughts on that, or I'll take the next division? No, I think you can go ahead, Gertie. All right. So I get the honor of uh, doing the Eiffel Tower, um, which is essentially me every time I wake up. So <laughs> the first thing we're going <laughs> to... What? <laughs> That's Amazing. A, that's a morning wood jokes, gentlemen. The oh, morning wood jokes. That's, that's incredible. Right. Someone's proud of his enormous dick. <laughs> yeah, good for you, Gertie. Or genuinely trying to compensate. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> we'll find out. So, let's start with Curtis, our newest entry into the league. Um, I'm a solid fan of his wide receivers, although he's hit the injury bug real early with both Sutton and Mike Evans, doubtful to play, although Evans was just upgraded to questionable. So, very solid wide receivers with Tyreek Hill, Sutton, Diggs, Evans. Um, so, that's a very strong team if they can stay healthy. Um, quarterbacks, I think everyone was very low on Baker this year. I think he's going to have a little bit of a resurgence. So, I think that that could be a good pick. And, obviously, I'm also much higher on Rodgers than everyone else is from mm-hmm. Washington every single game for the last 20 years. But anyways, I digress. Um, at running back, I, this is probably his weakest spot. Nobody knows what's going to happen with Fournette. Um, Nick Chubb is going to be a workhorse, but on Johnson, who's going to lose his job to DeAndre Swift, and Leonard Fournette, who no one has an idea what he's going to do in that offense, is going to make it a little bit difficult. And obviously doing the homer pick as well with the Bills' defense. I mean, likely to have a big first game against the Jets, but um, we'll see when that gets dropped. Um <laughs> Coming into P-Neb's team. Now, I would like to spend two hours on this podcast talking about P-Neb's um, keeper draft, but I don't think two hours is enough. So we're going to just talk quickly about his team here. Um, at QB, you know, we got Big Ben and Carson Wentz. Solid quarterbacks, you know, not a ton of upside, but they're always going to give you probably two TDs and at least um, one injury. Uh, at wide receiver... <laughs> Nice. At what? Thank you. Uh, I'll be here all week. Um, at wide receiver, <laughs> we have Devonte, Calvin Ridley, and Robert Woods. Actually, for pretty solid wide receivers, Devonte is obviously going to get a large uh, target share from Green Bay. Ridley, I bet with Mike, is going to have more points than Julio. Um, and Robert Woods is constantly underrated, but is going to do very well in the Rams. Weak point is probably running back. I don't buy into Jonathan Taylor doing as big at the start, at least. Marlon Mack has been super productive over the years, and I think he still has a role. And obviously, Dalvin Cook is unreal, but probably either going to lose games to injury or when he decides that he's doing well and wants a better contract. So, risk there. Uh, Jordan Howard's solid. In terms of the bench, I mean, in this draft, he actually took quarterbacks, which is good. So, he has Tyrod sitting (laughs) on the bench, uh, which is solid. Um, Lazard (laughs) is... (laughs) Lazard is a solid bench player as well. The team's not incredible. Like, the bench isn't um, as strong. But, hey, 
you know what? It's a team. Um, let me go to Hallwell. Now, mm. Hallwell has some strong quarterbacks with Kyler Murray, who I think is going to be probably a top three QB this year. Um, wide receiver is looking a little bit light. I mean, you have touchdown Terry, which, you know, when Haskins throws the ball 40 yards deep and um, Tyler uh, touchdown Terry is only 20 yards through, it's going to be a little hard to catch. Um, Gallup can do really well. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I'm obviously trying to trade Hallwell for, but let's not talk about it yes. on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but had a had a rough first game, um, which means that he's a buy low candidate. Hallwell, stop trying to jack up the prices. Um, you, you got it, Gertie. You figured me out. <laughs> um, you know, one thing I will also mention I forgot on Pnev is that at least he took Tyler Higby, the steal of the draft, who went to oh, you know, yeah. fourteen because uh, oh, no gosh. one wanted him. Yeah, um, he's, but you know, for uh, a middling team. Um, and then you got uh, Hallwell with uh, the running backs. I mean, we'll be curious to see what Todd Gurley does, and if he could stay on the field. Kamara is obviously super tight uh, now that he's working on a new contract. Um, I like Mark Ingram a lot, although Baltimore said to do a running back by committee, so we'll see how that turns out. Bench, big fan of Noah Fant. I think he's going to have a big role this year. Um, I like that he chose his division rivals handcuff in Matheson. And mm. he obviously went the opposite I did. I took Trubitsky, who was named the starter as my third quarterback, because, frankly, I just wanted to take a pick for some reason. And he went with Nick Foles, so we'll see how that battle turns out. Mm. Um, he might have had the best defense with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I did not predict, you know, uh, records, because I have a life. But I will say that I think Hallwell takes the division. And that's uh, that's my analysis. And uh, Hallwell, don't forget that Brandon Cooks isn't worth much, and uh, we'll trade. Um, that's right. That's right. But just to not let that slip by, I think that uh, a, a lot of people will agree with me when I say I do have a life, and it's fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll take it. Um, Gertie, I thought that was really good. I liked your point about Jonathan Taylor. Um not coming on till a little bit later in the year. Um, mm-hmm. the, the point I just want to make about that is that it's like, it's a COVID season and he's a rookie. So he's missed out on the preseason and just, this is all, this is like a new kid coming into like a new thing. And for him to take over the top role in like a pretty good offense, what we think yeah, uh, it'll be. Um, I just don't see it happening until he kind of finds his groove a little bit. So um, I think you're bang on with that. And I appreciate you giving me the division. I think you're right. And uh, I'm glad that you um, you see the genius that was my fantasy team this year. Sorry. Um, so never mentioned by me once. Um, but yeah, no, good job. It was, it was the subtext. It, I, I read between the lines. Um, so I was responsible for the Skinless Pete's division, uh, which consists of Danish, Nolan, and Mike Pelt. So I will start with Danish, a.k.a. the Lifeless Fish. <laughs> um, his quarterbacks um, could be sneaky good. Josh Allen is always a threat on the ground um, and seems to um, seems to produce fantasy-wise for sure. Daniel Jones, uh, surprisingly effective uh, at, a, at fantasy last season. And... Um, They've gotten healthier, and they, they've they made some strides. So I, I, I think uh, Danish's quarterbacks are, are, are quite good. 
Um, his wide receivers, I'm hot and cold on. Um, he's got DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, and Anthony Miller as his starters right now. I love DJ Moore. DJ Moore is kind of just very underrated, um, even by myself. Like I never thought of drafting him, but I, every time I look at it, he's on a team, it's always a good pick. Deontay Johnson, um, Pittsburgh, the second uh, wide receiver in Pittsburgh. I think that's a great pick. They know how to produce wide receivers, no problem. Anthony Miller, Chicago mm-hmm. wide receiver. I, I hate that as a starter. Yeah. I, th- I I would hope, I would hope that there's a better option there, but I just don't think that's that strength. Um, Danish benefited from having the number one pick in the draft, and he took Christian McCaffrey. He also paired him up with Austin Eckler, who was a top five running back when he was the starter last year. So um, his running back crew uh, and, and rounded out by Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary, think what you want uh, about his situation in Buffalo. Danish's running backs are, are quite strong, and, and, and because of that, my my preference is that he, he's he got quite a uh, a good starting roster. However, I will say that the weakness is his bench. Um, Debo Samuel, Matt Breda, Robbie Anderson, LaShawn McCoy, Justin Jackson, and Frank Gore, those last three names could be cuttable right now. Like, they don't need to be on his team, mm-hmm. and I would honestly, I if it was my team, I'd be looking somewhere else. Um, but he's got San Francisco's defense. He took, he took, he was the player who took the first defense. Um, uh, I, I, I think, I think what he's putting out when his players are all healthy and, and playing, I think there, there's very few weaknesses on his team. Oh, Mark Andrews is his tight end. So I think he's got a a middle of the pack team. I, I, I don't, um, I, I think he'll be competing for playoffs, which is good news for the lifeless fish. He's, he's maybe found that life in the sea. Um, the next team that okay, I, I have want to give that a round is of yeah, that, a little a little oh. mermaid throw in in the middle of a draft is honestly like I think we could cut this short because I don't know how you felt that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We're done. Here. I want to let you know I didn't have that. I didn't have that planned out. It just kind of came to me. Little um, the Dak Knight rises. Uh, Nolan keeping in in theme with his. Uh, his DAC love, his DAC appreciation posts. Um, he's made the sequel to potentially the greatest movie ever. Um, so Nolan, um, I'm very, very high on his team. Uh, his quarterbacks are Cam Newton and Phillip Rivers. That's certainly not his strong suit, but if both those players perform the way that we think they can, that that's a very good combination. His wide receivers... Chris Godwin, AJ Brown, and starting right now is Golden Tate, but that's only because Kenny Galladay has been downgraded to doubtful. A bit of bad luck for Nolan. Um, if Galladay was in there for Tate, that's a very strong wide receiver core, especially Godwin, who I think is just um, going to eat this season. And and he was good last season, but I think I think with Brady there, he's gonna he's gonna rise to uh, to the top. Um, we spoke about it briefly before, but uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, top five pick potentially if, if this is the way that he's going to perform. Um, his second running back is Josh Jacobs. I'm a little bit cooler on, um, but very good, very good core at flex. He has Malcolm Brown, um, which I think is just the uh, playing situation. His bench: Coleman, Montgomery, Jared Cook, Mike Williams, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I really only have an issue with Mike Williams. I don't think that uh, he's going to perform all that well. But good bench. Uh, Indianapolis at his D, I think Nolan's looking very, very strong um, and will likely win the division. Hmm. Um, 
this would be and very I'll, yeah not not to cut you off but i think going into our sponsor for the show we got voltaren when you're talking about hot and cold use voltaren to make sure your muscles are in shape because <laughs> if you need to hold your phone up above your head for an hour long podcast only voltaren can make your shoulders feel good thank you wow. good spot now, now good back spot. to Hallwell. Uh, no, 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 that's good. I uh, I did not realize we had sponsors, but I'm so glad you were able to get that one during the show, Gertie. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and I'm going to rock the boat here. And um, it's good that Mike's on the podcast, uh, maybe to defend himself a little bit, because I hate your team, Mike. Wow. Um, so we got some we got some drama we got some tension mm-hmm. um i don't know where to start on this aside from your quarterback mm-hmm. okay. joe burrow is your second quarterback i think arguably. joe burrow's a fine arguably Jimmy i think G. joe burrow well i would i would say if joe burrow is not your second quarterback why did you take him in the third draft of the round because or I the, think he's the gonna third be, round of the draft, sorry. Because he's going to be great towards the end of the year. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyways, you go I, ahead, and then I'll I'll explain the reality to you after you give me your please, travel. please do, please do. So taking taking Joe in the third round kind of was a fill um uh, a ripple effect because I just don't think that you you maximized on the other players that could have filled the rest of your team. I like Juju Smith-Schuster as your number one receiver. I think he's great. Will Fuller um, showed up. Uh, the question with Will has never been, can he perform? It's, can he stay healthy? So we've still got 15 games left. Uh, Brian Edwards, I actually really like. I think that's a low-key um, sleeper this year. So kudos to you on that. Zeke Elliott, Top uh, top four running back, so that's not a miss by any means. I hate Le'Veon Bell. I think Le'Veon mm. Bell is the the New York Jets are going to be so bad this year, an absolute Amen. car crash. And um, I just I don't like Lev as as a, a running back number two. Um, Jack Doyle, it's possible he he could uh, he could perform. They do have a swath of uh, tight ends there, so we'll see how that that lays out. Um, and Marlon Mack has the flex. I think early on, that's that's totally fair. On your bench, you got Dobbins, Garoppolo, Justin uh, Jefferson, Jerry Judy, uh, Tua, and Lavishka <laughs> Chano Jr. Um, I don't know who Jun- Chano Jr. is, hmm. um, but that's probably more on me. But you have a very young, young team, and I think it's to the the point that I made about or that Gertie made about. Jonathan Taylor of being better later on in in the season. Um, it's just a lot of rookies. It's a lot of rookies in an uncertain time, and I just am not sure that's the best strategy for this season. So mm. for me, you will be finishing last in your division. Wow! And I will pass. I will pass the mic over. Wow! So fucking time. <laughs> that's quite a harsh analysis, but I respect it. I mean, I've got three championships, so I don't really need to justify much there. Um, but just to give you a little bit of clarification on my thoughts, I think I like to play for a high floor or sorry, high ceiling at the end of the year. I want to win a championship. And I think the guys I picked are going to be starting or finding their groove week 10 through 16. For example, Justin Jefferson being the second receiver in Minnesota, same thing in Jerry Judy in Denver. I think Joe Burrow will find his own by then. I think I drafted a team that's going to get me 
to the playoffs, and that's going to excel in the playoffs. But I respect your analysis, even though it's wrong. Thank you. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> um, I, would, I was I expecting guess... way more controversy than that. I, I'm kind of disappointed in, well, both of you, really, but Howell at least was a dick to you, Mike, and you're really, I expect better of you. <laughs> yeah, and I also just said we lost our sponsor because that was just not as intriguing as I thought it would be. Yeah. It's a sports but at least we have the... Let's get some sports. Yeah, at least we have the Patreon, right? <laughs> at least we have that. So, not to stick... the rest of this analysis, please subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> not to stick on this too long, but like, so you criticized my third round pick of uh, Joe Burrow in a two cubic quarterback league. So, if I don't go quarterback there. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. I, you, I'm you not think saying I should have another quarterback. Well, yeah, I think. Because here, here are the players you missed out on after you took Joe Burrow. You missed out on Chris Carson, who I think is a better running back than uh, Le'Veon Bell. Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Joe Burrow. You missed out on Chris Carson. You missed out on Travis Kelsey. Missed, missed out on Jonathan Taylor. I don't think he did. Uh, you missed out on Mark Ingram. I don't think he did. Uh, missed out on James Conner. Potentially, the argument could be there. Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans. I don't think you missed out on Melvin Gordon. Um, missed out on David Johnson. Missed out on Aaron Rodgers. Missed out on Chris Godwin. And the the pick that I kind of circle is like, instead of Joe Burrow, why didn't you take Matt Ryan? Hmm. And maybe there's like a bit of heebie-jeebies there with it being your team. But I I think I would be hard-pressed to, to say that Joe Burrow is going to be better than Matt Ryan this season. At the end of it, at the right, end of it too. Right. Like, I, that that's the one that left me scratching my head. And I, I, I got I to gotta have integrity in this process, right? And so I, I think I think the miss of the draft was Joe Burrow in the third round because you could have got him later. Finish him. Finish. <laughs> I like oh. your integrity. I mean, that's a that's a great point. I'm I'm sure even you know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know if I could touch that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm, I'm hoping Mike has a censor button because I think most of what I said needs to be censored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I'll take uh, the last division. <laughs> cool. 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 Oh boy. Um, (laughs) The horizontal corn eaters. Suds, that's your division. Uh, Along with with Andre and Ryan. Uh, Or Ryan's assistant. I'm not sure. We didn't get any insight into who drafted for him. Um, Quick question Do you think intern Jimmy could be the assistant and he's been playing us this entire time? 100%. 100% wow. that's the that's what's happening. I didn't even think of that, Gertie. All right, we're yeah, going to have that's why they pay me the big bucks. Well, did you did the background check on Jimmy, so Yeah, that was a big mistake. <laughs> so I let's did start not call any of those references. Let's start with uh Herple. So, first two picks, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, arguably the two best receivers in the game. It's a PPR league, so he's in a great spot. 
<laughs> um, don't love his quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, Teddy Bridgewater. He might get him through, but not really a ton of upside there. Maybe a decent floor with Cousins, Bridgewater, who, who the hell knows. Uh, David Johnson looked great on Thursday night, I'll say that. Uh, but again, I don't think his running back stable is very um, top-notch with him and Mostert. And then you've got MG3, who Andre insists is not going to be the starter in Denver. So, I mean, that's high-profile high information. Uh, his <laughs> tight ends are top-notch, I think, with Zach Ertz and Gronk. Who knows? He could go off uh, in Tampa Bay. Uh, the only, uh, on his bench, Drew Locke, I think, could potentially be one of those guys who's uh, having a solid year in Denver, so I don't mind that pick. Um, but otherwise, AP, I'm not a big fan on. Who knows what Brandon Ayuk's going to do in San Fran. Uh, James White, New England has, like, what, 13 running backs at this point, so uh, not sure who's going to come out of the wash there. Our commissioner's team. <laughs> I think we've... Took most of my notes already on here, but um, Mahomes at two, a little bit of a risk with the three running backs on the board, but I can respect that as someone who took Mahomes as the second pick last year. Um, it's a good strategy as long as you can get a good stable of running backs behind it. <laughs> <laughs> and Andre's only starter has COVID. So... <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> not sure where that's gonna go um, as we already kind of alluded to earlier Ronald Jones a second Philip Lindsay Latavius Murray DeAndre Swift maybe in week 10 will be starting maybe before that if they're nice um, but again it's the Lions so he's got the Minnesota defense get excited about that <laughs> <laughs> skull baby skull <laughs> Um, in all seriousness, his wide receivers are good, though. Hopkins, OBJ, T.Y. Hilton. I think he's got some depth there. Uh, he's got Slayton in the flex. I'm good with that. So I think he's going to have a shit year, but his wide receivers are good. Yeah. 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 That's, Agreed. That's fair analysis. Yeah. 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 Covered it. So then we'll jump We'll jump over to uh, Andre's team. Um, nope. Nope. Uh, yeah. Did you just this, do Andre's team? The actual. This is my segment, oh. Suds. <laughs> Did you just confuse yourself, Suds? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and admittedly, it's been happening all week. <laughs> nice. Well, we don't have time to hear about your problems, so we'll just carry on here. <laughs> Strongest stable of running backs in the division with Joe Mixon and Connor. Um, I think that's a pretty good start to getting you back into the playoffs after a couple down years. I think uh, C.D. Lamb is a good bench player for you. I think he's going to be one of those guys who could have a good year in Dallas with potentially a high ceiling. Um, and I think overall, I'd say some of your picks like Cohen, I think is a little undervalued. Uh, C.D., you never know what's going to happen with Henderson and that Rams offense. I think you've got some guys who could see a higher ceiling, Brown as well. Um, your quarterbacks are solid. Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan. I heard some idiot took Joe Burrow over Matt Ryan. So, um, <laughs> solid second quarterback there. Derek Carr on the bench. I think you're set. Wide receivers, I don't love, but I think there's a lot of depth at wide receiver. Lockett, Chark, and Boyd. Um, 
I think they'll be solid for you. But like I said, there's lots of receivers around. And the New England defense, which is like a top 10 fantasy player last year. So not bad. Not bad. For this division, I came prepared. Coming in third place, beats by DeAndre with a 6-7 and seven record. Um, Herple that's slash... Hmm? I said that's generous. <laughs> Herple slash uh, Jimmy coming in second in the division with an 8-5. and five. And I've got Andre's team actually going uh, ten and three, taking the division this year. Oh. Jesus! Ooh. Uh, one. Um, qu- Sorry, go ahead, Gertie. No, I was just in in awe of a team with Andre's name in and then taking a division, <laughs> even though it's not his team. But I wanted I wanted to give him a legit chance at the championship, so that's why I did it. <laughs> it's very generous of you. Yeah. It's the uh, psychopathic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I have one question. Sorry, we didn't address this yet. Gertie, the division you predicted with um, Curtis Neville and Hallwell. What effect, if any, do you think the electrocution has on that division? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Um, I'd be shocked if. Uh, <laughs> If Neville wins a few games, I think his team is far from electrifying. And, um, you know, he might uh, zap the competition. (laughs) I could could see him having a surge at the end of the season. Yeah, you know, maybe some of his players are lightning in a bottle. I'm not sure. (laughs) This should be the podcast. Yeah. And, um, you know, if, if, if all works out well, you know, maybe he gets resurrected like Dr. Frankenstein, but who knows? You know, it's, <laughs> <Enough. you> know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, on that Mary Shelley tip. I love it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if we haven't hit every single Disney movie in this podcast at this point, then, you know, one might say that we have a humpback. That's no true down. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon. Too soon. It's fair game. Don't you? <laughs> so before we um, go, do we have anyone we think like won the draft in the league? Like who our favorite team is besides ourselves? Oh, then uh, I do. Okay. I, I'll give a, a, a special uh, shout out to uh, to my Cant. I think mm. uh, after after reviewing his team, I really liked his team quite a bit. And oh, oh my gosh, I'm confusing leagues. Um, my my apologies. His wide receivers are good. <laughs> um, we'll we'll cut that. No, that's uh, no, good. I don't Actually, have a team that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think at least we can all agree on it in this league, which is, let me remind you, two quarterbacks. Everyone at least drafted two quarterbacks. So I think that's that's better than most leagues that we're in. That's true. Um, or, or some that's leagues. True. True, that's, true. That is still among the most shocking things that have happened. And uh, <laughs> I'll, let, 
I'll let you uh, yeah, so one just, out. just uh, on, a, on a serious note, uh, just before we end, I just want to say, people, um, if you are plugging in your laptop, don't plug it into an extension cord that was sitting out in the rain. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I I didn't think you had to say it, but now that you say it, I'm I've got it. I'm sticking it in my vault. Well, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure we have a lot of children listening, and I, I think it's important to have some educational moments, just just in case. You know, you never know yeah. what could happen. Yeah, I mean, some people electrocute themselves, and um, you know, some other people have uh, Ronald Jones the second and Philip Lindsay as a running back. So, in this league, you really. You really don't know <laughs> what to expect. I think the one thing though that we get... I think the one thing though that's actually interesting, we didn't talk about this, but we can kind of chat about it very briefly, is that when we predicted the picks before the draft, mm-hmm. we actually got quite a few right. Um, so that's just credit to I guess ourselves. Yeah, okay, we're... well I'll 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 sub in here for Mr. Humble. Gertie got a lot of the picks right. <laughs> All right, we're good to end the podcast now. Thanks for listening. In. <laughs> I, I will um, say we did nail Curtis's. Curtis has all three of those guys we predicted on his team, which is pretty cool. We? we? Whoa. Um, yeah, yeah. I I picked Baker Mayfield, and you picked the other two. So I said we. Did you get Baker? You, you didn't pick Baker in the right spot. You just picked that he had Baker. That doesn't count. I said I the other. Picked them in the right spot. Jesus. Harsh yes. morning here. If I can get my team no, no mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone yeah, else want to shit now. on me before the end of the podcast? Or? <laughs> well, just make sure when you edit the podcast, it's up by the end of the day, Mike, and I think we're good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No you don't have. You don't have plans today, them. right? No. 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 no worst comes to worst, we'll get Odell to uh, to edit the podcast. <laughs> Um, guys, this was enlightening. I think we're uh, we're in a good uh, a good spot. Tomorrow is week one, the first Sunday of the year. Uh, potentially our Christmas morning, four months early. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited that football is back. I'm excited to waste my Sundays away mm-hmm. and constantly be checking my fantasy scores. Oh yeah. Um, very very excited about the season. Um, yep. Do we want to say anything before we go, or, or are we are we good to go and get into the season? I'm just gonna say, despite not knowing what it's like to have a Christmas morning, uh, thanks for diversifying the podcast, Pat. Um, I think that <laughs> um, just a reminder to everyone not to panic after week one if you lose, um, unless you're Andre, because that might be your only chance. <laughs> so. <laughs> Everyone, just make sure to enjoy the season and, you know, try not to draft players who are suspended or have COVID. <laughs> He's a unique mind. Some great advice. I think we've we've enriched the minds of all of our listeners through all of this. Top notch. Top notch. Great stuff, guys. Okay. Stuff. Well, yep. we'll we'll see everybody later then. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Later. Hey, don't Go drink after. and drive. <laughs>